What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 89 of Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady. I am a huge hiking nerd, and every single week on this podcast, you know the drill. I chat with other hiking nerds about their experiences on the trail. Okay, <laughs> episode 89. My boy Flossie is back. You know him. You love him. He's been on at least two or three times now. And uh, this is the second ever in-person Trail Tales episode because we did the same thing that we did during our last episode, which was sat in my bedroom and used my one-person microphone to record two people. So my apologies if the audio doesn't sound quite as good as it normally does. I think it's still going to sound just fine, though. Shouldn't be a big deal. And in this episode, we basically just catch up with all of the hiking we have done since the last time that we talked on this show because Flossie and I, we live together. We have been doing a lot of hiking and backpacking over this summer, and during the last episode, we just covered about half of it because, well, we'd only done about half of it. So we go over the second half, and then at the end of the episode, we talk a little bit about some of our preparation and uh, starting thoughts, I guess, uh, for the Northville Placid Trail because that is a hike we are going to be attempting in just a few weeks, very, very shortly. So expect an episode on that once we finish, but um, we just talk about what we're looking forward to, what we're nervous about, and just about the trail a little bit. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It'll be cool to listen back to that after we do the trail and hopefully finish it. So yeah, we'll see. Either way, it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Flossie, for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll do another episode soon. Before we get into it, real quick here, I gotta say a couple things. First thing I gotta say is trail tales patreon go check it out if you haven't already if you're a regular listener to this show and you want to help support the show make sure i can keep doing these go to patreon.com slash that's a great way to help support the show you'll get some bonus content you'll get a more direct channel to me if that's something you actually want um yeah patreon.com slash thank you so much to all my patreon supporters it keeps growing it's awesome thank you guys so much you keep this stuff going I really appreciate it. If you cannot give a few bucks a month to the Patreon, that is a-okay. Another thing you can do to help support the show is leave a five-star, that's right, five-star review on whatever your podcast platform is, iTunes, Spotify, I don't don't think you can leave them on Spotify actually, but if you can, please do it. Uh, Five-star iTunes reviews is usually what I say. Those really help the show. Trail Tales is continuing to grow every single week. It's really, really cool to see. So if you leave a five-star iTunes review, that'll help with the algorithm and the AI gods in promoting my content and making me a famous podcaster. Um, Let's see. The next thing, the last thing, actually, the most important thing, arguably, I need to say is a huge thank you to this episode's sponsor, CS Instant Coffee. That's right. CS Instant Coffee is back doing some more sponsored episodes here. And I'm very lucky because their coffee is really, really good. They sent me a bunch of coffee when we did our first deal a few months ago. And unfortunately, I ran out of that coffee not too long ago, actually. I gave some of it to Flossie and I just drank the rest. And it kind of sucked because on my last backpacking trip, which I didn't really get into in this episode with Flossie, but I went on a hike in the White Mountains just last weekend by myself, and, well, I didn't have any more CS Instant Coffee, so I had to drink the uh, Nestle stuff, the Folgers stuff. It's I don't honestly remember which one it was because all that stuff sucks. And, uh, yeah, that stuff sucked. It was not good, and I was very much missing my CS Instant Coffee. The coffee comes in these, like, very... I don't know what the best way to describe it as. I want to say, like sexy almost or like 
I don't know, this sounds sounds really weird to describe coffee like that. But they come in these like very aesthetically pleasing little uh, packets, and one packet will make a very, very strong, very, very awesome, tasty cup of coffee. Or you can even split up the packets into two different cups if you drink like some smaller cups. But for me personally, folks, I just go for it. I just, I just send that shit. You know how it goes. Uh, I need my caffeine, and trust me, drinking CS Instant Coffee on the trail is a fantastic way to get yourself going in the morning or in the afternoon on a hike Flossie and I did uh, just a couple weekends ago in the uh, the Green Mountains here in Vermont actually we did this thing and we Flossie briefly mentioned it in this episode actually where we stopped at lunch and we had some coffee at lunch as well so not just in the morning get what I'm saying here and it was kind of a game changer so if you need a morning boost, CS Instant Coffee is the way to go while you're on trail. If you need an afternoon boost, CS Instant Coffee is the way to go. That stuff's really, really good. As good as a cup of coffee you're going to brew right here at home. Which is really saying something because Instant Coffee usually sucks way worse than normal coffee. So thank you so much to CS Instant Coffee for sponsoring this episode. Go check them out at the best URL ever. It is csinstant.com coffee that's right no dot coms here folks csinstant.coffee i will have a affiliate link in the description of this podcast the the show notes of this podcast as well if you buy through there i'll get a little bit of a kickback so that would be much appreciated thank you guys so much thank you cs instant coffee we're gonna get into the episode now number 89 with my boy glossy What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 89 of Trail Tales, the second ever in-person Trail Tales episode. That's what we're doing right now because uh, my boy Flossie's here. What's up, Flossie? What's going on, baby? <laughs> so this is going to be that thing we did the last time we talked, which was, I think, like in July, maybe at some point, where where we basically are just using my one microphone that's meant for one person to record both of us. So we are sitting in my bedroom right now, um, legs basically interlocked so that we can both be as close as possible to this thing without touching each other. Although I did kind of brush Flossie's foot at the beginning of this, but, um, what the hell dude? We're going to, we're going to make it work. We're going to make it work. As far as the actual plan for this episode, uh, I don't know. We don't really have a plan. Um, you saw the title, so you should have at least a little bit of an idea of what we end up talking about. But as of the time of this recording, uh, we don't really know ex- exactly what we're going to talk about, but we do have a bunch of various things, um, much of which is just going through the hikes that we have done since our last episode, which again, I, bl- I probably should have looked this up before. It was July at some point, I want to say, something like that. And we've been uh, we've been backpacking quite consistently since then so we're gonna go through some of our hikes that we've done and we're also gonna go through a pretty big hike that we have coming up most of you or many of you at this point know what it is uh we did talk about it on the last episode too so i don't know why i'm (laughs) it's not a secret Northville plaza trail uh we're gonna be giving that a shot uh, very very soon just a couple weeks here so we might talk about some of our prep and some of our i don't know just what we're feeling going into that hike, which is going to be by far the most aggressive thing we've taken on since the AT. So yeah, that's uh that's the plan. But, um, 
I don't know. Where should we start? Should we start? I think we ended with the bonds last time, didn't we? Yeah. That was in June. I guess we should maybe give a little bit of context, just in case people forgot the last episode or didn't hear it or whatever. But uh, we set out this summer with a very ambitious goal of hiking 400 miles. And you got to remember, we both work full-time jobs. And I, you know, I do a lot of work in addition to my full-time job on this podcast and on YouTube. Um, and so I try to hike 400 miles in addition to full-time people responsibilities is pretty difficult. And um, we're getting there. <laughs> we're going to do it. We're definitely going to do it. I'm a little bit ahead of Flossie too, but um, it's definitely going to be a little bit of a challenge. Um, <clears throat> cough, not going to cut it out. We're doing it live. Um, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, we have that kind of a little bit more clear in front of us now that we're, <laughs> now that it's mid September and we still have a decent amount of miles. So how many miles do we have left still? Um, I just totaled it up. I know I'm at 215 right now. So you're probably at closer to 250, 250, I'd something say. like that. So I, I was able to do a couple hikes that Flossie couldn't go on. But, you know, we're, we're more than halfway, and again, the Northville Placid Trail thing we're going to hopefully talk about in a little bit here is uh, 140 miles. So, assuming we're successful, too, obviously, um, which hopefully we will be, um, you know, that'll that'll knock out a good chunk of, of the remaining miles, but uh, we're still going to have to kind of fill in the gaps from there. But anyways, um, why don't we just kind of go through some of the hikes that we've done since the last episode, which... You know, maybe I said July. Maybe it was June. Honestly, I'm looking yeah. at your your notes now. I don't. I can't quite remember, but I'm pretty sure we talked up to the Bonds hike. That's what we kind of ended on last time. Yeah. And what's next here? So we did on <clears throat> June 21st the forehead of Mount Mansfield. Oh, so that, was, that was my first. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure we recorded like right after we did that or something because I, I feel like we I feel like we I don't remember if we mentioned it we might have mentioned in it in case you didn't know I was out fishing all day got a really bad sunburn <laughs> and the, the part of trail we did is super exposed and I was an idiot <clears throat> and wore a tank top so my sunburn became even worse it was a really hot day too it was like a 90 plus degree day which is not normal for up here in Vermont and the trail we did was called the Maple Ridge Trail, I think. And as Flossie just said, yeah, it was pretty exposed, which kind of poor planning. Fortunately, this was a short hike, 5.2 miles from what I'm seeing on Flossie's notes here. So it was just like a day hike, an afternoon hike. Honestly, we like, it was like a weekend and we just fucking, you know, did our thing on like an afternoon or whatever. But um, that was pretty brutal because it was really hot out. And we also like talk about our pace. We basically, uh, we just ripped. We ripped it. We just ripped it. Basically, we yeah. Um, we didn't run it, but shit on the way up, it felt like we basically ran it. Um, and that coupled with the the heat was tough. For I was sure. trying to do it as fast as possible because the straps of my backpack were just rubbing hardcore on like my sunburn. <laughs> it was horrible. And I didn't put any sunscreen on like an idiot. Nah, you don't need sunscreen here in the Northeast. That's not true at all. Um, 
You should definitely wear sunscreen sometimes, but I don't usually wear it. Probably wouldn't bring it on a through hike, honestly. Well, it depends on what trail. On a PCT? I feel Whoa, like you probably yeah. should. On the okay. AT? On the AT, no, yes. No. If we're talking East Coast. Yeah. You probably don't need it. I don't know. If you burn really easily, maybe. If you're like in the whites or something, like the presidentials, then you could probably use it there. But uh, for the most part, the majority of the time, probably not going to need it here. And I have no experience out West, so yeah. don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Um, all right, so that was just a short little 5.2. And then 4th of July weekend, we... We did the Dry River Wilderness Hike, which some of you might have seen the video for this. Uh, hopefully you have. And uh, that was a ripper. And that was like, I don't know. Let's, I'm trying to, let's just like walk through the hike. So we started, we did our usual weekend thing. So Friday night we worked, or Friday we worked and then Friday night we drove up after we worked. So kind of didn't really, you know, have a ton of time on Friday. We just hiked in a couple miles fuck i don't remember the trailhead we parked at one near it was near uh glen new hampshire like pretty close to the like the santa's village area (laughs) where the dairy queen was closed unfortunately um the same dairy queen that we slept outside of on our through hike as we talked about last time but um the dry river wilderness loop so friday yeah we just hiked in a couple miles to oh dude i need to get my map or something What's yeah, the name of that? Rocky Branch Number One. That's oh, what yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah. Rocky Branch Number One. Yeah, and the shelter was was packed full. It was Pack City. It was Pack City, as I believe Flossie said in the video. People had tents in there and everything. <laughs> there was like there's just a shit ton of people. And again, this was the Fourth of July weekend, and we showed up at like eight o'clock on a Friday night. So it's not like we were yeah. exactly shocked, but um, we weren't expecting luxury. That's for sure. No. No, and all the tent sites, the the official tent sites were were full as well because they have like some marked sites and stuff there too, and so it was almost dark at this point. So we were like, okay, we're just gonna go like stealth camp kind of. So we just walked off the trail like you're supposed to or whatever, threw our tents up, and uh, just slept. How'd you sleep that night? Probably like shit because <laughs> I never sleep good the first night. Especially, I don't either, especially if you like you don't hike like that really that much that day exactly you know, you're not exhausted you're out in the woods not really like you're you're kind of on alert i mm-hmm. guess a little bit yeah. too and at that point i didn't know the whole pillow trick with the fog with mm. the frog togs that's so, a good tip why don't you explain that one so who was it bigfoot yeah shout out to bigfoot because we watched the video and uh he explained it but I got real shitty sleep before this. And I guess I didn't notice it or I was just too stubborn to do it. But So you have like, say you have an inflatable sleeping uh, sleeping pad and you got your pillow on it. You basically wrap your frog togs. It's like your... Or your rain jacket. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, your rain jacket, whatever you got. You basically like, you're like putting it on your sleeping pad over your pillow so it holds your pillow in place mm-hmm. and that's that's like a you need really good sleep out there so that's like a great that's a huge pro tip it's sure. genius it's genius like it's it's one of those things where i'll be honest i don't really watch that many i mean more so nowadays i guess but i don't watch like a ton of backpacking youtube videos and what i do it's very rarely it's like the like the top 10 or backpacking tips shit basically the shit that i make honestly um 
But I watched this video from Follow Bigfoot, and he explained this trick, and it's a it's a game changer. Trust me. If your rain jacket's soaking wet, then you're kind of screwed. But yeah, like mine. <laughs> yeah, like I found out on the last hike we did there. We'll get, probably get into it. Yeah. But yeah, my rain jacket was wet, and again, I slept like shit. And I usually, I think it was a little cold, so I slept in my in my puffy. Oh, so, so you didn't yeah. have that like underneath. Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah. saw another good tip where if you have a buff, it's actually. A guy that's hiked AT before he he started a uh, good belly, yeah, or yeah. Gr- uh, green belly, green belly, yeah, yeah green, green belly. belly, yeah, yeah. He was on the Rogan podcast and everything, but that's he sick. takes his buff and he shoves all of the clothes he's not sleeping in into his buff. That's a good idea. I yeah. never thought about that before. Yeah, and he uses that as his pillow, so. That's a pretty good idea. Did too. he? Did you learn that on the Rogan podcast too? No, I still like just one of his other. Yeah, one one video I saw. I looked him up there gotcha. after I saw him, and like, is that the Chris Anderson guy? Is that his name? That might be his name. I I don't remember exactly. I, I just know that Rogan. When I was through hiking the AT, I listened to a podcast where Rogan interviewed a AT through hiker, and I'm pretty sure I don't really see him interview. I probably know if he interviewed anybody else at this point. So probably the same guy. I don't even remember. If, Chris Chris Anderson? I don't fucking yeah. know. But anyways, pillow tip. That's a good tip. Um but anyways, back to the <laughs> back to the dry river wilderness hike. Um we hit three pretty pretty good sized mountains on this one. Yeah, we did we did? Yeah, we did. Well, I mean, we hit one four thousand footer. Oh, oh, okay. It's coming back to me now. I d I didn't mean I didn't mean that as if I was doubting you. I just like couldn't recall what we did, but yes. I the first one was uh, we must have stairs mountain. Yeah, that's stairs what it was. mountain, three thousand four hundred sixty three feet. Yep, and that so. was we did that like first thing in the morning, so we were fresh. So I don't remember it being too bad. I do remember it being pretty damn steep though. And again, I, I don't know if I mentioned this. The Dry River Wilderness is in the White Mountains. Um, it's like just south of the of like Mount Washington, that area. Um, like you could hike from where we started all the way to Mount Washington without crossing any roads. So it's real close there, but it's not. The, or at least the loop that we did doesn't go quite up to the to the presidential ridge. So, um, Stairs Mountain, there's a nice view up there. We kind of chilled yeah. up there for a minute, took some videos. So, did we hit, we must have hit Mount Davis the same, is that where we ate lunch? Yeah. Where you could see yes. Mount Washington? I think that was Mount Davis, yeah. yeah really should have whole... gotten the map. Yeah, but it definitely was in isolation because I'd been up there before for my... Yeah, for sure. Mount for... Davis, I think... I really like Mount Davis. You had a really cool view yeah. of Washington, right? You yep. could see the ridge leading. Could you see Frank? You could see Frank Cohen. Uh, I don't could remember. You? I don't. The, the presidentials were so dominant there because you're like right next to him, basically. As I just yeah. said, yeah. I don't. I don't remember. You can see like a, a, a shit ton of stuff though. Kerrigan, you can see Kerrigan. Um, yeah, Mount Davis like thirty eight hundred. And yeah, that was. Um, so do you remember? It's all coming back to me now. When we left Stairs Mountain, and it was like a four-mile stretch from there oh, to dude, Mount it Davis. Was forever. And that was the longest fucking four miles. I, I we, we It was so bad that, like, we even thought the map was off. And, again, this is two experienced hikers. Like, it's not like we were just new and, like, didn't know how to judge our pace. Yeah. I mean, we're usually pretty good at, like, you know, judging our pace, like most of the people listening to this podcast are. And so this four miles just felt like it took so damn long. And it was so bad that we we thought the map was off when we got back. So we like we like found another map and like double checked it. And turns out that stretch was the same on all the other maps too. So I don't know if 
if we were just hiking slow or I think what the thing is, um, and this is something that I'm sure some people listening that have hiked in the Dry River Wilderness know, that's some rough shit. Like the yeah. trail there, and, and not rough as in, well, it is difficult as in like climbing and descending, but I mean rough as in lots of blowdowns, um, lots of overgrown trail, like just just lots of stuff that slows you down basically, lots of rocks. And I, I think... That's probably why it felt longer than it was, but I don't actually know. Yeah, we were pretty hungry too, so. Yeah. So, if I recall, is, was Mount Isolation the one you finished your, mm-hmm. what is it, is it 40, 48? The 48, yeah. Yep. yep, and we hit that after Mount Davis. So, Mount Davis is like, um, it's just like a point one or point two side trail. To, to, from the trail we were on and i remember that being pretty tough as well oh, no that was that was straight up that was steep yeah and it, again i think it's because we were just like why haven't we finished this section of trail yet and then we were hungry and then it was just like fucking up but the views were very 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 good there um if you watch the video that i posted that's where we were like eating lunch and i think i was talking about like candy bars or some stupid oh, shit yeah. like that <laughs> your favorite president Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so dumb. I literally, because we were looking at the presidential ridge, right? And I said, (laughs) I said um, that Eisenhower was my favorite president out of all the mountains we could see because, because he was a general that later became a president. And then you were like, didn't Washington do that too? And I was like, wait a minute. Washington was like the fucking general that became a president because he was the first president. I was like, wow, I'm fucking stupid. But that made for a funny clip in the video anyways. I don't want to stay on this too long, but I have a question for you. What's up? What was it like when you finished the 48 on Mount um, Isolation? On Mount Isolation. Was it, was it like a big celebration or was it just you? It was so... <laughs> that was an interesting... I don't know if I've ever told this this like little story before. but um, So the reason Flossie's bringing that up, by the way, is because after Mount, da- after Mount Davis, like as in... A, a mile or two very shortly after Mount Davis you go over the summit of Mount Isolation and that's what we did on this hike but um Mount Isolation was the 4,000 footer that I finished my 48 on in uh, August of 20 look at all these flies dude what the fuck I got so many fruit flies in my room uh uh like August of 2017 something like that I don't remember summer of 2017 um as far as how it felt it felt literally the same as any other hike like no significance I was with Dan and uh dan who you guys are gonna find out not dan becker fuck (laughs) off (laughs) one of my friends dan who i grew up with and did a lot of my early hiking with um i was with him and i I told him before we went and like in the car ride and stuff but i don't think he really gave half a shit at all about the fact that i was finishing so i pretty much we pretty much just hiked it and then i just went down i was like cool made an instagram post about it (laughs) that was about it oh yeah (laughs) Not as good as the AT, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, Even that was like anticlimactic or whatever. Not for is. me, bro. Not Even for no. me. Hell I, no. I was no, fucking pumped. No, trust me. Like, no, I loved it. But like afterwards, it was it was like, just like, what do you do now? <laughs> like, That's true. And then you start you, a podcast. Then you got to go, <laughs> go back down hunt. Yeah, that sucked. But that did suck. Um, anyways, so Matt Isolation... We did that, and then this is all in the, pretty much in the same day. Hopefully, they're following this. 
Um, we're already like 17 minutes in. We're only on the first hike here, so um, <laughs> right, I'll, well. I'll, I'll kind of wrap this up. But uh, then we came to that night. And the only other significant thing I want to say about this hike, so the next day, the day that we left, we had like, I don't even remember how many miles, probably somewhere around like eight. That's usually what our Sunday back to the car drive home kind of day is, like around eight miles. But um, the Rocky Branch Trail, uh, part of the Rocky Branch Trail, if you are if you leave the intersection, I don't know how to describe this, um, back closer towards... <laughs> <laughs> between rocky branch number two and rocky branch number one there are a, a there's a section of the trail that basically there is no trail um but you can still make your way through because the section of the trail that got destroyed is because of the river there um years ago i think maybe hurricane irene 2011 somewhere around there this part of the trail just got absolutely fucked by the river the river just washed out and i mean we were seeing like the river banks, like sometimes like three, four stories high of just washout, just dirt. Like you can tell like that shit just got absolutely, like it would have been a fucking sight to see at the time, honestly. I've, I've never seen anything washed out. And like honestly, that. neither have I, neither have I. And I've, you know, I'd done quite a bit in the whites before this. Like that was absolutely insane. But um, if you go through this part of the Rocky Branch Trail, you need to be ready for this because if you do not have... You don't. You don't need to be fucking bear gorillas. Like, like you, you don't, don't need, need to... your compass or anything. Oh, it's not my beer over right onto my computer there. Um, yeah, like you, you, a GPS would have helped actually. If we had had a GPS, it would have. Yeah. It, we like we still were fine, but it would have helped a little bit. But um, basically the trail just is the riverbed. If the ri- if the water had been higher too, because it wasn't that high, that would have been tough too. Oh yeah. But um, you basically just have to look for the cairns. Or the rock, the cairns. People made fun of me because I called it cairns in that video. They're like, oh, cairns. I was like, no. <laughs> I don't know. The hockey rank here in South Burlington is called Cairns Arena. So that's what I always thought that word was. But cairns, yeah. cairns, you know, the fucking rock piles or whatever. <laughs> you just got to look for those. And uh, pretty much just go cairn, cairn to cairn, cairn. Just boom, boom, boom. And eventually you'll find your way back. But just be, uh, just be wary of that if you do the Rocky Branch Trail anytime soon because i don't think they're going to be fixing it because uh they got they got bigger shit to deal with i guess um but anyways that's the driver for wilderness hike now that we're almost not not almost halfway through but <laughs> 20 minutes in uh what's next on this list here flossy couple hikes that you did well there's the same so the same weekend you went out with oh. taylor i did the cranberry lake 50 Mm-hmm. And uh, the Adirondacks. This was kind of funny because Taylor, um, Taylor the New Hampshire hiker and I, as hopefully as most of you know, if you heard that episode, we went out um, July 24th-ish for a couple days after that, and we did the Monadnock Sunapee Greenway Trail. And again, because Flossie and I are trying to do this 400 miles thing, he was like, shit, you know, you, you guys are about to go hike 50 miles, so you're going to be 50 miles ahead of me. I don't want that to happen. And he, he couldn't, Flossie couldn't go on the hike because he was working, um, such as life. And so you were like, well, <laughs> I guess I, it was kind of my... I had the weekend off, but I couldn't hike up until Monday. Yeah, because I I had, my, my hike was a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and he only had uh, the weekend off. But I was like, yo, you should go do the Cranberry like 50 because it's a loop hike. So you won't have to worry about shuttles or car spots or anything like that. If you're by yourself, you can just start and finish at the same spot. And I was like, because I've done that trail before too. And I was like, you should just go rip it. It's in the Adirondacks. And 
if I was like, I wasn't joking, but I was, I didn't actually think you were going to take me up on it, to be honest. I was convinced like right away. <laughs> but exactly. You like, I could see it in your eyes. You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to like, you're pretty much like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And, uh, why don't you go ahead and talk about that hike a little bit? Cause they've already heard about my Monadnock hike. All right. Cranberry Lake 50. Let's see. I got to, well, beforehand I like Nara had done, done the, you did the whole 50, right? With Dan. Yep. Yeah, so I kind of got some of his input, like where he started. I basically, I went uh, clockwise and stayed at the same trailhead he did. But I got to the trailhead at like eight at night, and this this was in <laughs> on a Friday, right? Yeah, on a Friday, July twenty fourth. So it, you know, it stays light until about nine. Yeah, like eight forty five. It start the sun starts going down. Um, but. Didn't you meet those people that night? Yeah, so like right when I got out of my truck, these three people who were doing the 50 as well, they were the only people I saw that day. Well, like I had just started out, but anyways, I had no idea where I was going to camp and it was getting dark. So um, I just kind of followed them a little bit. And they didn't really know where they were going to stay either, so... We were like, all right, we'll go. We went to the Cranberry Lake. I guess it was like a campsite, like a car campsite where people could camp. And uh, we just walked into there and like asked these people. We were like, hey, like, is there a ranger around? Do you have to pay? They were like, yeah, we. It's like twenty five bucks a night or whatever. Well, apparently the gate was closed at that time, and <laughs> so- we, you know, no one was coming in, and we saw an open spot, so. We just set up and took it, but uh, it was pretty cool because I got to meet, like, three people. I think they went to school in New York, not far from... I don't remember what you... It was, like, an Ithaca or Cornell or something like that. Something like that, but, yeah, anyways, it it was cool to hang out with them, and they had a dog with them. They brought so much food. They were eating, like... I was eating my north side, and they were eating, like spaghetti with like peppers and mushrooms and like <laughs> summer sausage for, looks so good but anyways we parted ways the next day you ripped right ahead of them yeah yeah i was up like i couldn't sleep really good that night so yeah. i was up at like five and i mean i'm doing 50 miles in two days so <laughs> <laughs> i knew i had to freaking... fucking crazy dude <laughs> but yeah it was luckily it was kind of dry when i did it it wasn't really wet until the second day but the first day wasn't bad i wasn't like walking through many wet spots but i did about if it felt like 30 miles i think i did 30 miles like yeah between 25 and 30 my first day um and i stayed at high falls Ooh. shelter yeah, High Falls. I I definitely recommend staying there. It's really cool. I think it's I gotta a, look that up. I don't remember which. It was such a blur for me that hike. We had fucking terrible weather, so yeah, it was like point four off the trail. But they have they have really sweet campsites, and yeah. it's, it's right next to the water. There's like get ready for the MPT, baby. That's how yeah. it's gonna be. Hopefully, I ate dinner there, like right by the waterfall, and yeah, it was nice. Watch the sunset. But the next morning, that I woke up. And I started hiking, and my left foot hurt so bad. Like, the day before, I was, like, stepping on it wrong. And I, it didn't hurt that day, but I didn't think it was going to be a huge deal. But it was just, 
It was like excruciating pain. I, f- I feel like I pulled something in it, but whatever. I, you know, <laughs> there's no way out. You just gotta. <laughs> You're rip literally it, you halfway know? down the loop. Like there's yeah. only one way back to your car. Yeah, so. and there's. I wasn't gonna stop anyways. You know, I was gonna do the whole thing. I mean, unless something drastic happened. But <laughs> so yeah, I just. I think it was like it had to have been twenty twenty five yeah. back to the truck, but no, it was cool. That was a cool hike for sure. I, I definitely recommend it to anybody. And maybe don't do it in two days. Maybe take yeah. it like three or four. <laughs> yeah, it was. I wouldn't take it back definitely, but it is good to like slow your pace. And I I got really good weather, but the end of it, the last like ten miles, were I was just walking through like bogs, like and it was just it was super muddy and swampy and but gorgeous views like so many ponds oh yeah yeah it's really awesome it's a cool hike I, th- I that was so funny because you were and i was talking to taylor about this when we were out there i was like oh i obviously I explained to her the situation how i was like how i like convinced you to like do this hike or whatever or not convinced you but it's in, in, got the idea in your head anyways yeah and um I was like, he should be finishing today. I was like checking my phone a lot. I was like the, at the end of one of the days or whatever. And you you texted me on the last <laughs> mile of the hike. Because the last mile, the Cranberry, like 50. Well, I guess it depends on what direction you go. But for, for Flossie's case, the last mile is on a, like a dirt, or not dirt road, a, a paved road. Um, most, of, most of this trail is actual trail. But like this last little stretch is just on the road. And you were texting me and you were just like, it's so funny because he's, he's, pull, he's pulling out the text right now. Um, but I, I just remember it being something like, like, yeah, I'm like finishing. And I, I'd been like awaiting your text all day too. Cause I was like, I, kn- I know he's finishing today. I hope he didn't fucking hurt himself. And I hope it was like fun or whatever. And Oh God, let's, let's just see if we can find it here. Uh, you got another month to scroll through as far as your text <laughs> yeah, goes. I don't know. Maybe I'll come up on him here soon. That's all right. That's all right. But it was just funny because you were just like, fuck. You, I, I could tell like from the text, like you were stoked that you were done, but you were also like, fuck, my foot's fucked up. And I was like, damn, that sucks. Yeah, my foot was hurting so bad. and like The pavement the, like, probably didn't help too. Honestly, the, like the most dangerous part was that roadwalk going because people are just like flying by you, yeah. like, going so fast. And my foot. Oh, like my foot hurt so bad on the pavement, but uh, yeah, it was. I I don't regret it. I'm I'm. It, it's a beautiful trail. It is. It's definitely a good trail to rip it on because it is so like. Is that it? You find it? <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. It. Never mind. Shut up, Kyle. All right, we found the text messages. Okay, it's <clears throat> like this is the last mile going back to my. Truck. So which day is this Sunday? I'm which just trying is, to remember um, where I was. Sunday, July 26. So I was like halfway. I was like halfway done my Manadnock hike, so I was uh, I was backpacking too, obviously. Anyways, go for it. So I text Nar. <laughs> it's really, I, I text him on Route Three, headed back to my truck. My feet are obliterated. <laughs> Might just yellow blaze this last mile. <laughs> just kidding. I ain't no bitch. But really, I'm so bored walking on this fucking road. I'm just gonna send you text till like, I get to my truck. <laughs> This was the most dangerous part of the trail. Cars are just flying by 100 miles an hour. <laughs> Almost off trail, man. She <laughs> Full send around the bend. No pretend. <laughs> what did I finally say? Yes, dude. Congrats. Oh. <laughs> I was so bored. Was my, my foot hurt so bad, I just had to get it off my, like, get 
get it off my mind. That was so funny. I forgot about that. You were texting me like, oh, I'm just going to text you until I get to the end of the road walk because I'm so far. <laughs> and then you had a nice three and a half hour drive back too afterwards. Um, oh, that's what I, uh, yeah, I lost my thought earlier. That's what I was going to say. And it's like, I, that's why I got there so late because it's like a three and a half hour drive from yeah. uh, Vermont where we live. So, yeah. But you did it. Yep. You did it. And then our next hike was... A day hike. Just another day hike on Mount Mansfield. But this one was a little bit more uh, cool, I'll say, as in temperature-wise. Because our last one, as we talked about, was really fucking hot. It was also cool trail-wise. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. So we went to... So I probably should clarify this last time, but um, for our first Mansfield hike we talked about at the beginning of the episode, we just went to the forehead. So Mount Mansfield has a number of different peaks. And the forehead is, like, the lowest one of all the peaks. Um, but this time we went to the Chin, which is the highest point on Mount Mansfield, the highest point in Vermont. So 4,395 I... feet, according to Flossie's paper. Um, what that, were you going to say? That's off the map, so I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Yeah. I was going to say, at one point, we were the highest people in Vermont. We were the highest people in Vermont, <laughs> and we did not do any drugs either, so... Um, <laughs> We did not. That was, let's see. So we started at Underhill State Park and we went up the Halfway House Trail, which is a very bizarre name for a trail, but <laughs> I think there used to be like a hotel somewhere or something like that. Or is that the trail we went up? I think it was the Halfway House Trail. And then we cut over using the Canyon Trail. I think it's like Canyon North or something like that. And this is a trail that basically parallels the Long Trail is probably within 0.3 of the long trail for its entire length. But um, it's just a little side trail that not as many people take. And you're basically like almost on the top of the ridge, but slightly to the side and like going like across. It's like you're on the side of the mountain, like going. You literally are. Like you're rock climbing. And there's like a bunch of climbing sections. There's a bunch of caves. They're not a bunch of caves. There's at least one or two caves. Like literally like. Almost, if, if you were carrying a full pack, you'd probably have to, like, take off your pack. But we just had day packs, so we were fine. But it was some pretty gnarly shit, for sure. Yeah, if you've ever, uh, if, if you've ever hiked, ever, through hiked or section hiked, the trail of lemon that place. Squeezer, yeah, the, gonna say? the yeah. lemon squeezer. It's a lot like the lemon squeezer, where you're just, like, trying to fit in and out of these, yep. like, oh, crevices. Yeah. And it was, it was fun. We, we love shit like that. Yeah, especially like, when you're just day hiking, too. Like, uh, what, Mahusik Notch in Maine? Yeah. Dude, yeah, that was fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, like I haven't you, thought about that for a long time. And like you know. said, you know, if you were on a through hike and you had to go through that, and it was like the end of the day, it might, but it might be a little frustrating. But it's at the end of the day, it's still fun. It was fun, and, and you, get, you get like views too on on this Canyon North Trail. Yeah. Um, and then we basically summited Mount Mansfield, and it it was just starting to not like rain, but just like sprinkle a little bit. It was like kind of overcast and. But honestly, like, I thought it was kind of nice because maybe because I've been up there like five times at this point, but, uh, and I've seen the view, but I just thought it was kind of cool. And there wasn't as many people up there because it was later in the day again. Um, when we were at the trailhead, this guy was like, oh, yeah, came up to us and was like, yo, how long do you think it's going to take us to get to the top? <laughs> and I was like, uh, what trail are you taking? Like, I was like, I don't know. Like, like, we don't know their pace. We don't know what trail they're taking, for one. Yeah. That's like... Uh, we passed them going down. They were almost to the top. Yeah, they were. Just as it was starting to come down a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we just... So we summited, 
first time Flossie summited Mount Mansfield. Oh, yeah. um, and then we just went down Sunset Ridge, which is like the most popular trail there. Um, but there was definitely no sunset because it was cloudy, but it was okay because yeah, it was we'll, just, it we'll, was fine. We'll get it someday. Yeah, we'll get it someday. We'll get sunset. Um, and then, so that was just a 6.6 mile, pretty short day hike. And then the next hike we did after this on August 14th through August 15th. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, August 15th through the 16th, but we left on the 14th because this one we drove down on Friday. Um, oh. Was the Devil's Path hike with Syntax 77. So we're not going to talk about this too much because you guys hopefully already heard that whole podcast. I do kind of want to get Flossie's perspective on this, though, because Sean and I, Syntax and I, were both just, uh, you know, like, we're just these crazy YouTube people and just, I feel like that, I don't know, you've been in so many videos, though. I don't really know where I'm going with that, but Flossie's perspective on the Devil's Path hike. Well, watching the videos at, at the end of the day, even being there with you, like, hiking with you guys, I thought it was cool to see, like, the different styles you guys have and, like... Um, like most of the time that Syntax was filming, I had no idea it was filming. Like he's got the little GoPro and he like, what do you say? This is some meta shit. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. I don't, I don't either to be honest, but if I you want to, the video. you want to clarify that Syntax, if you're listening. Some like internet lingo, but I agree. I, here's the thing with hiking with Syntax 77. Um, as Flossie just said, our styles are very different. Our video styles are very different. I've got my big ass camera. Um, whenever, whenever I'm filming something, you know I'm filming it, right? Because I have my camera out, or I'm like blabbing and shoving it in my face or someone else's face or whatever. But with with Sean's videos, he is very, very discreet, which we did not realize before um, going into this. It'll be funny if he hears this, honestly, because <laughs> um, not not that it's a problem, but it was just. He he's got a he's got a little GoPro and that's it. He doesn't have a big camera. He doesn't got a lens. He doesn't have a big microphone. Anything like that. Um, he just has a little GoPro, a little tripod, and that's it. And so he would, and and also the style of his videos too are just like continuous shots. He doesn't have like my videos are polar opposite. I've got cuts every five seconds basically, um, and his are the opposite. He's just he'll take a three minute clip of him filming and not cut it at all. And as a result, most. <laughs> Because we watched his video that he posted, and <laughs> Flossie said for, like, most of the shots that he was in, that he had no idea that Sean was actually filming, which is so Yeah, funny. like, when you're filming, like like you said, you got your camera. Like, I know what's coming in the video, but, like, when I watched his, I got to see myself from a different perspective. And maybe, like... <laughs> it's like you're watching yourself hike, like, yeah, you, oh, my God. You so are, like, because he's, like, behind you and, like... You know, you don't do very many shots yeah. um, of us actually hiking because the GoPro is so stable. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you... Mm-hmm. So, it was cool to see ourselves from a different perspective, but it was also... Because I was like... I was his, his videos are like an hour long. I was like, he didn't... Like, after the hike, I was like, he didn't even film that much. And then we watched the video, and it's like a bunch of shit. Like, I didn't even know he was filming. It's <laughs> so funny. I caught on to it a little bit earlier. Um, I remember for the first like couple miles that we hiked together, I would just, cause he was, he was hiking in like the back, I feel like for most of it. And so, or at least for the beginning. And I was like, I was just talking to him and just making conversation, running my mouth, saying a bunch of bullshit. Like I usually do when I'm hiking, just passing the time or whatever. 
And eventually I looked back and I, I think I had said something about politics too, like something like I didn't, I didn't want like on camera or I wouldn't have said on camera normally. Yeah. yeah. And I like look back and he's, he's like, and he, he's not even like when he films it, he's like holding out his camera either. He's no, literally he's, just he's holding gonna... it like right next to his, like <laughs> his hip. It's like by his hip belt. And and like... Not that he's like trying to hide it either. Like he wasn't like trying to film us without our permission or whatever, but um, that's just like the way he would hold it. And so. I had like said something about like Joe Biden or some shit and then and then I like turned around and I see like he's filming and I was like, Oh, okay, I guess <laughs> I guess I guess and then after that I was like kinda more conscious of it conscious of it. But um I guess you didn't realize which is pretty funny. Dude, sy- syntax <laughs> is hardcore. Like you watch his videos, he does some crazy stuff oh, yeah. in the winter and that man can keep up with some twenty-year-olds. Yeah, pretty. And it's pretty, pretty good. It's, taste. it's pretty funny because if you watch his video, um, at the beginning of his video when he's in his hotel room the night before he met up with us, he <laughs> he was kind of talking about. It almost seemed like he was a little bit nervous that he wasn't going to be able to like keep up with us or whatever. Um, because he he what did he say? He said like, oh, I'm hiking with some real hikers from Vermont or like some yeah. shit like as, as if we're real hikers compared to the fake hikers, whoever the fuck that is. <laughs> I don't really know what he meant. <laughs> it just sounded like he was nervous, right? And uh, it was funny because I didn't notice that at all when we were hiking with him. It seemed no. like he kept up just fine. Like he was, yeah. he was crushing it for sure. Yeah, he, yeah, he kept. I mean, there were times he stopped, got got some sugar in him, got some energy. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, he was. You know, when we were tired, he was tired. Mm-hmm. When we were feeling good, when our stoke was up, his stoke was up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So. It was a good hike. Um, let's go on to uh, the hike that we did just a just a weekend or two ago. So this hike, um, we did a section of the Long Trail. We did a 27-mile section of the Long Trail uh, Labor Day weekend, and I did not film this hike. I did not plan on really talking about it until this episode, honestly. This was a hike that was supposed to be um, independent of content. Not that there's a problem with talking about it now, but... Basically, what happened is um, my friend Dan that we alluded not Dan Beggar, my friend Dan that we alluded to at the beginning of the hike, or <laughs> Dan O, Danny Boy, <laughs> the beginning of the episode, um, who I had done. Uh, what were we talking about? Who I, who I had done uh, the New Hampshire Forty Eight isolation with? That's what it was. Um, and the Cranberry Lake too. And the Cranberry Lake Fifty, actually. Yeah, he's a, just a good friend of mine. We grew up together, uh, knew each other before we started hiking, and we got into backpacking together when I was a kid. Anyways, um, he's not a social media guy. He's not, he knew I had a YouTube channel, but he was pretty surprised to hear that I had like as many thousand subscribers as I did once I told him, like he doesn't, he doesn't care about that shit. Um, which is, which is kind of refreshing, honestly. And so when he was coming up, um, he wanted to do a hike. He lives in Virginia now. And I was like, all right, you know, if you know my buddy's here, um, he doesn't care about YouTube. I'm not going to like bring the camera and like force him to be part of this filming because it, it does take you, you you definitely have to commit to the video when you do it it does it's not a burden in my opinion but it, it does take a lot of extra work and so i just didn't want to burden dan with that and honestly i kind of wanted to take the time that i was gonna use to make the video while i was out there and just spend that with dan instead no nah, that was a really good call like, he's on vacation yeah probably the last thing he wanted was a camera in his face, exactly because you know? dan's he doesn't give a shit about the pictures videos and stuff the pictures were cool <laughs> i did take i'd still brought my camera i took some pictures but i didn't uh I didn't make a video, but anyways, I guess we'll talk about this hike a little bit. So we started at the Belvedere. So this is the northernmost part of the Long Trail. We started at the Belvedere Trailhead on Route 118, I believe, in Belvedere, Vermont. 
and we hiked Saturday, Sunday into Monday all the way to the Canadian border, which is where the long trail ends, the northern terminus of the long trail. And uh, we only did like 12 mile days, but it fucking kicked our ass. It was way harder than I thought it was going to be. I actually thought it was going to be kind of an easier hike. To like I, That's what I told you before. I was like, oh, it'll be, you know, kind of a rest hike, but... It was not. It was fucking hard. Well, when you did the long trail, you know, that was your that was your finisher. So you were probably just Ripping. stoked, you know? Yeah. You were in good shape. I mean, not that we're not, but, you know, you're out there every I day. I had hiked all the way from Massachusetts, so yeah. it was obviously... Dude, that was... that The air was getting crisp. It was like a beautiful drive up there. Mm-hmm. Perfect weather, clear skies. Just really, really nice weather to hike in. This is like the perfect time of year. I love, I love Yeah. It. No bugs this time of year either. Yeah. It's great because you get, I mean, I feel like most people listening know this already, but for you West Coasters, I'll say, I say that it like it's derogatory. I don't mean it in a bad way, but just um, September is the best time of year to hike in the Northeast, in my opinion, because it's cooler. So you don't get the heat and humidity you get during the summer, but it's not cold. You don't have to bring, like, a zero-degree fucking sleeping bag. You don't have to worry about snow or ice or anything like that. Um, You get the leaves changing a little bit. There's no more bugs, no mosquitoes, no black flies. I love that. Yeah, so it's just, like, it's perfect, perfect hiking weather, except for when it rains. It sucks when it rains because you're cold as shit when it rains. And we got a little bit of rain. We did get the only rain that we've gotten so far this year while hiking uh, we got on this hike. But it was very brief. It wasn't that bad. I was, I was, I thought it was kind of fun. You, you and Dan didn't think it was as fun, but I was like, fuck it, bring it on. Let's do it. We got none all summer. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. At first I wasn't, but then, uh, when I got in my tent at night, it was actually kind of nice. Yeah. And it wasn't like a downpour either. It was just like a little sprinkle for like 20 minutes if that, like, so it wasn't a big deal. And actually funny enough, um, when I did the long trail 2016, I don't know if I ever told you that that I hiked the long trail 2016, but... Oh, dude, will you tell me more after this? I would love to tell you more about this hike I did in 2016 on the long trail. But anyways... Thank you. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> that's a little inside joke there. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know. I wonder how that came across. I'm like, oh, we'll see. But uh, uh, when, when I was going through there in 2016, pretty much the same thing happened. I got really good weather on my long trail through like really good weather, but I did get a little bit of rain basically in the same exact section that we did. And it was the same thing too. It rained for like a few minutes and it wasn't a big deal. And the guy I was hiking with Sebastian at the time was like getting all pissed off about it. He was like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, why is it raining? And I was like, bro, we had no rain this entire hike. Yeah. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, don't worry about it. And that was basically my attitude for, for this time as well. And it wasn't a big deal. Um, we camped at, uh, Hazen's Notch Camp on Saturday night, right? Yeah, Hazen's Notch Camp. And I got recognized by somebody who watched my YouTube videos for the first time ever, so that was kind of funny. And then the next day, Jay Peak. Oh, Jay Peak was awesome. Jay Peak was awesome. I was feeling pretty, like, down that day because I was tired, didn't get the best sleep. And I didn't get the best sleep because that was the day my (laughs) rain jacket was wet. (laughs) But, uh... I think what I'm going to do more often is bring a little extra coffee Ooh. on the hike, you we know? We should definitely do this on the MPT. Cause, because before we did uh, Jay Peak, at a, we, we went to Jay Camp and uh, ate a little bit of lunch. And I was like, you know, I got a little extra coffee. I'll drink some. And that just that just made the, the rest of my day. And Jay Peak is just awesome. Jay Peak is awesome. Sweet. It's a... Uh... 
it's a ski resort mountain, so a lot of the peaks here in Vermont are ski resorts, obviously, because that's a huge part of our economy. And uh, I guess they had just opened up the tram, like the day before. Which do I need to explain what a tram is? Probably I probably didn't know what a tram was before <laughs> I started skiing. So it's it's basically like it's one of the ways that people get up the ski mountain. It's just a it, but it's not like a chairlift. It's like a huge fucking thing. They fit like a hundred people in it, and then it just goes up the mountain. Which, yeah, but they just opened it up. I guess they, which I'm honestly shocked they opened this during COVID um, because it's very cramped, but they opened it up, I guess. I can't, uh, don't need to go into that, but um, they they, they opened it up. And so there was a bunch of people up there at the top. And I thought it was pretty funny because after we drank our coffee and had our lunch and basically started to climb up Jay Peak, we were almost at the top. It's like above tree line kind of up there. And there's these group of people that were just laying right on the trail. <laughs> and this one fucking guy, I mentioned this in my Instagram post that I made from this hike. Like, this one guy could not believe that people hiked up the mountain. Like, he was laying in the middle of the trail, and we, like, walked up to him, and he's, like, he kind of, like, looks up, like, takes his sunglasses off. He's, like, is there, like, a trail up here or something? Like, because people keep, like, passing me here, and we're, like... <laughs> Yeah, like you're on the long trail right now. You're literally laying on the long trail right now. And uh, he was like, I didn't know people, like, I can't believe people hike up here. He's like, you guys know there's a tram, right? He, like, he like asked us if we knew about the tram as if we were going to be like, oh, shit, we could have taken the tram. Why didn't we fucking do that? <laughs> like, he just could not believe that fucking people hiked up this mountain instead of taking the tram like he did. So. It's like he didn't even know what hiking was. <laughs> He's like, how'd you guys get up here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He there's was a secret, like... <laughs> I don't know. He was like a, he was younger, maybe like late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, he was older than us. But... He was a little bit older than us, but he wasn't like old, like. Yeah. And he was with some friends and shit, like, he looked like a tourist. I was like, I don't know, but that was, that was pretty funny. Maybe he was just fucking with us, like, he probably was, honestly. Um, We hit 10 peaks on this hike. Yeah. yeah maybe that's, that's why like... it was so damn hard, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. And, um, after Jay... We just meandered down to uh, Shooting Star Shelter, and we were the only but... No, no, there's one other guy there, but nobody else stayed in the actual shelter itself, so we we did that. And um, the next day, we hiked out to the Canadian border, which Flossie's first time... I don't know if you can call it his first time being in Canada. It was his first time being at Canada, because <laughs> we yeah. literally were on the border, because that's where the trail ends, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I was trying to... I was trying to save my piss for Canada so I could take a leak in Canada but it didn't work out (laughs) that's right um and that was that so I think we got like yeah we got like 10 minutes left here um I want to talk about the MPT so I'm not gonna yeah yeah this is gonna be a hard hike I'm stoked I'm very stoked uh but I'm trying to like get myself ready mentally too because this is gonna be a tough hike that being said what were you gonna say well, it's like, like I've I you've been on you've been on the MPT and like you know what it's. I about. feel like I don't remember that much from it, but I'm just like, ah, it's a piece of cake. It'll yeah. probably be nothing, but I think it's just the possibility of getting rained on every day that could not even every day, but you know, for even, yeah, for even half of it, like it could be pretty miserable trail. Yep, and. Rain sucks, but the reason we're especially... I don't want to say worried about it, but... Um, 
thought I accidentally closed the uh, recording <laughs> for a second there. We're good. Um, Technical difficulties. Yeah, we're good. No cuts, no cuts. Um, the reason I'm... Yeah, the reason that could suck is because the time of year we're going, not going to say exact dates because fucking weirdos on the internet, but we're going in a couple weeks. And so it's going to be late September. It's going to be early October, somewhere around then. Cold time of year, a good time of year to hike. That's the time of year we finish the Appalachian Trail. So the foliage is going to be dank, hashtag dank. And uh, <laughs> like it's, um, we're not going to have to worry about mud, hopefully, or bugs, or humidity and heat, all the things that I really don't like. But if it rains and we get wet, and, and when I say rain, I mean if it rain rains, not like a little like short thing like we just talked about on our on our long trail hike. If it like if we get like a full day of rain or multiple days of rain, which is not even likely to happen, but is possible to happen, that's going to be tough because we're going to be in the middle of, you know, bigger mile days. We're going to be doing between 15 and 20 pretty much every day. And um, if we're soaking wet and cold, that's going to suck. And I mean, we had a day here in the 40s, two days ago, it was in the 40s, so. I heard tonight it's supposed to be pretty cold too. Yeah, so I mean, you know, if we're soaking wet and I'm sure things are going to be pretty stiff in the morning. Yeah, they are. uh, Let's just say we'll have to sleep with our sawyers. Yes, yes, (laughs) we might have to do that. That is true. Um, And so. We've been, we've been waiting for this for a really long time and like. I tried to get some work off earlier. Those dates didn't work out, so we just decided to push it back. And finally, I got the days off. We're going to rip it, though. That's the thing. Like, I'll let Flossie speak to this, too. But for me, as some of you probably know, I tried to hike this trail in 2015, and uh, I quit. There's a whole... There's been podcasts and YouTube videos on that whole story, so I won't go into that story. But... um. This is the only trail that I've ever quit that I haven't gone back and and finished. So I am I am very determined to hike this trail. And I think that might be another reason why mentally, this is the same thing I did before the AT. Like mentally, like I'm really trying to like toughen myself up for this. Like I'm trying to like expect hardship and be able to push through. It's only it's only gonna be like an eight or nine day hike. It's not like not gonna be four and a half months, but um it is a tough trail. It is a tough trail, and that's actually been talked about on this podcast before. Um, Jacob Ireland, I believe his name is. I've had so many people on the show now, I'm starting to forget people's names, but I'm pretty sure that's his name. He hiked the MPT last year, and we did an episode on it probably last year, I would assume. I don't remember. I don't I have no idea what number it is, honestly. It was a while ago. But he talked about it a little bit in that episode, and Tut's one of the very early Trail Tales episodes, um, number nine, I believe. I remember that one. Uh, he talked about the MPT as well. And people, on paper, it seems like an easy trail because it's flat. It's only 140 miles. That's not terrible compared to some of the other long ones. But there's just something about this trail, man. It's tough. It's remote. A lot of it's like really remote too. And so I'm trying not to, I'm, I'm making it sound like I, I'm dreading this hike. I'm really excited for this hike. I'm really excited to get some revenge. I'm really excited to not work for nine days. <laughs> but um, it's going to be tough too. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit a little bit anxious in that regard uh that being said injury is the only thing that's going to stop us from finishing it oh, because for sure because uh we're determined we're determined and we're going to be ready for the cold too we're gonna we're gonna pack warm i mean we also we sacrificed you know time off to do it mm-hmm. so and i mean basically 
everything we've gone through with you guys these past two episodes since I got to Vermont April have been leading up to this hike. Yep. Like, we've been preparing. This is this is how I've been preparing. I, yeah. Mentally, I don't really know how you prepare for a hike. I usually just go into it, and whatever happens, happens, you know. But you can you can definitely physically prepare yourself. Yeah. I, I guess that's what I've been doing. And I, we're in good shape right now, too, I feel like. The mental aspect for me comes when you're out there. I mean shit's gonna happen like whatever happens happens so yeah we can't control the weather we can't control injuries if they do happen but you can control your attitude (laughs) that's right and that's what i'm trying to focus on you and i stay positive yeah we we hike really good together we do we do um so yeah hopefully it'll be good um Hopefully the foliage will be nice because that'll be some sick video for sure. Oh yeah, I'm so because that's this, all that matters. Obviously, this is the great. Screw the camaraderie and the. the Dude, maybe if it's it. hard, then it'll be a good video though, because then we'll be like fighting. Not 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 us fighting. We'll be like fighting the trail and being like pushing through it. But I know what what good stories are like. Oh man, I had a great day on trail. It <laughs> yeah. was like it was really sunny and like all, we all got along. And like, <laughs> everything went well. My dinner was good. <laughs> it's like yeah, like oh, good good story. No, it'll it'll be good. It'll be a good story. The shittiest experiences are the best things to talk about for sure. That's right. That's right. I'm excited. Um, there's lots of logistics that are going into this hike, but I think I'm gonna save that for and we're gonna do a whole episode on this hike after we finish it. Um, I don't know if Flossie knew that, but he does now. And, uh, <laughs> I'm down. Anytime, man. I mean, <laughs> what, we live two feet from each other? <laughs> yeah, we, I could. Yeah, yeah, we live real close. So um, I'll do, we'll do a whole episode afterwards, and that's when we'll go through logistics, you know, shuttles, resupply, all that shit. But, um, and that stuff's been gone through in other episodes, too. But uh, for now, I think we're going to kind of wrap it up here, I guess. MPT is right around the corner. In fact, I still haven't figured out how I'm going to do trail tales while I'm out there. I might have to record like two episodes next week to do that. But knowing me, I probably won't. And then I'll just skip a week. (laughs) So So if you're out there and you want to, you want to do a podcast with my boy, hit him up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Make it quick too, because uh, (laughs) we're leaving soon. No dates, but we're leaving soon. Um, Yeah. I think that's going to do it. Um, Wish us luck out there. Thanks for listening. And thanks to Flossie for sitting in my bedroom, like, two feet across from me for an hour. At least it wasn't hot as fuck, like, the last time we did this in fucking June. <laughs> and thank you, Trailtalians. Trailtalians. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> for supporting my brother here. It's been friggin' growing in numbers since the YouTube oh, yeah. video, too, and that's awesome. And be ready for the YouTube channel too, because we've got some really fun stuff that's going to be happening oh, once. Oh, uh, we got something good coming. Once the hiking season dies down a little bit, once uh, once it gets colder and we stop ripping it every weekend, basically, um, we'll have a little bit more time to put into some of the the goofy videos. I'll say some of the parody videos. We've got some we've got some cool ideas. Who knows? It could bomb, but I think it's pretty sweet. There's always a chance of bombing, <laughs> but uh, based on the couple of, like goofy videos I've done so far. All I have to do is put on a Hawaiian shirt and make fun of ultralighters, and people seem to love that shit, so (laughs) we'll see. That's going to do it, everybody. Thank you so much, and have a good one. Peace out.